Good afternoon, everyone. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, which is DePietro.com. Right now, it is 106. It is Monday afternoon. It is May 10th. And this portion of the program, folks, remember, <clears throat> right now, I mean, as we are during this uh, seasonal time of, I mean, it was it was cold and chilly over the weekend. Remember about our friends at JKL Engineering, because it's supposedly it's going to be a hot summer, and you want to make sure you have an opportunity for central air. Call JKL Engineering today at four zero one. 351-7600, 401-351-7600 for JKL Engineering. With JKL, they will keep you nice and cool in your, in your home this summer, or maybe your heating cooling system is not working as efficiently as it could. Call JKL Engineering, 401-351-7600. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's J.K.L. Engineering. Call them. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. Call J.K.L. Engineering today at 401-351-7600. 401-351-7600 for J.K.L. Engineering. They're going to do it right. They're going to do it right the first time. You can depend on J.K.L. Engineering. Call them, 401-351-7600. Folks, listen, this is the Channel 10 story about Governor McKee and President Joining Trump. Joining us tonight, I'm Ashley Cullinane. Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee pulls the plug on a political fundraiser because of the organizer's connection to former President Donald Trump. Jerry Zarella co-chaired Trump's re-election campaign in Rhode Island, and tonight he's responding. The night team's Tyler Dumont is live at the State House with the story tonight. Well, Ashley Zarella tells me he has been planning this event with his friend and business partner, Tom Santilli. But he tells me the event may still go on, even if the governor decides not to show up. I think he's got a chance to unite this party and to unite the state. Jerry Zarella says the outdoor fundraiser had been planned at his Exeter farm. Well, most of these people are all Democrats. Zarella says an estimated 100 guests were expected to show at $250 per ticket. A builder, a car salesman. And he says this Trump sign was set to get a new look. The K country, I was just going to change that sign. But Governor McKee says he isn't showing. In a statement released this afternoon, McKee said, Once I became aware on Friday afternoon of the details of a fundraising event set for next Wednesday, I asked asked that the event be canceled. I do not want to be associated with Donald Trump in any way, shape, or form. I do not like Trump. He is dishonest, divisive, and his big lie is a threat to our democracy. There is no place for a Trump spokesperson to co-host any event I am involved in. I mean, that's a harsh statement to say that you don't want to have anything to do with any other Trump people. There's 200,000 people in Rhode Island that were Democrats that went and voted for Trump. Zarella says while he has no hard feelings against the governor, he is disappointed. This has been in the works probably for uh, six weeks. So when the governor wrote a statement saying he just became aware of it on Friday afternoon, do you believe him? That's a question that you have to ask his campaign. But have you talked to him about it? I have not talked to him about it. We wanted to talk to McKee about it, but his campaign told us he was not available tonight. Cervella says the Wednesday event may still go on without McKee, with funds raised going to charity instead. I still hope that he will show up on Wednesday. It shouldn't be about President Trump. This is about Jerry Zarella and his friends that would like to have the opportunity to speak to our governor. He's our governor. Zarella has donated $1,500 to McKee over the past couple of years. A McKee spokesperson telling the Providence Journal that all of those donations are going to be given to charities sometime this upcoming week. But Zarella tells me he wants his money back and he wants to donate that money to charities that he wants instead. Reporting live at the State House tonight, I'm Tyler Dumont. Well, now. Folks, and again, good afternoon at 110. Now we're finding that uh, Governor McKee saying they'll give the money back to Jerry Zarella. I, I, I think that it's a mistake. I think the whole thing of how this is being handled by the McKee people and this whole business, there's no place 
in Rhode Island for Trump supporters. It just seems so insulting. It is insulting. That's the reason why it seems so insulting. I want to hear, and even canceling the fundraising event by a supporter of former President Trump. This is how Channel 12 played the story. This is a fundraiser. Here's why. It was supposed to be co-hosted by Jerry Zarella, who at one point chaired a local committee aiming to re-elect Donald Trump. Governor McKee issued a statement through his campaign saying, quote, I do not want to be associated with Donald Trump in any way, shape or form. I do not like Trump. He is dishonest, divisive, and his big lie is a threat to our democracy. There's no place for a Trump spokesperson to co-host any events that I am involved in. We spoke to Zarella on the phone Sunday in response. He told us, quote, I think he missed a good opportunity to reach out to Democrats who supported Trump. We can work left, right, and in the middle, no hard feelings. Again, Jerry was, um, I thought he took the, he definitely is trying to take the high road. He's also trying to, uh, you know, not get deeper or doesn't sound like he's got any ill will towards Governor McKee in that way. But let's be honest. Come on, folks. This is insulting. It's absolutely insulting that that this is going on. And Jerry Zarella is exactly right. 200,000 people voted for him. 200,000 people in the state absolutely voted for him. And to try to say like in and I think the Republican Party, I think it's a pretty decent statement that once again treating everybody like second class citizens and it's almost like, you know, just the whole thing again, like the deplorables, you're you're insulting the voters. And I don't see how you can't be insulted. So it's it's very um insulting as a matter of fact. And and, they, and no matter how they are trying to freeze it. I don't see where it's where it's not insulting. It's it's very insulting. I think it's short sighted. Um, and again, this started with Ian Donis of local NPR, whatever you want to call it. Um, he just put in his column that this fundraiser was coming up, and then they started to ask the McKee people about it, and then that's how it started to develop. Again, you can read about it. It's it's on the website depetro.com, including the statement, which I I I don't see any other way of how to interpret it. Is it's basically there's two, and I I fully understand that Governor McKee his biggest focus right now is this primary next September. So, Sorella's past campaign contributions will now be returned. Wow. And what, what exactly is his, you know, what did, what did he do that is just so outrageous? He, he was a supporter and vocal supporter. You know, that, that was something that used to be considered a positive, right? Like the Reagan Democrats. And if you have 200,000 people in Rhode Island vote for you, then that means that you're doing something, you're doing something right and you're, I don't want to say reaching across the aisle, but that, that you're obviously, you're not just getting Republicans to vote for you. So Zarella is right about that. I mean, apparently, if you have in Rhode Island, there's 112,000 registered Republicans so President Trump got over 200,000 votes in the state. So you're turning off an awful lot of people, right, to the tune of about 88,000 Democrats slash independents. There's 348,000 unaffiliated and 346,000 Democrats. So you had a number of Democrats that voted for the president in Rhode Island, President Trump. I also have a problem just with just the statement itself as far as, you know, I don't like Trump and he's dishonest and the big lot, you know, and throwing that just got too cute. I know some people it's and even Zarella was trying to say that it's it's campaign people or whoever put that in. But, hey, ultimately, like, what are we talking about? 
Does the buck stop there or what? He's signing off on it. The I want to be very clear right now at 116 on this Monday. Notice these statements are not from the statements are not from the campaign. I mean, I know it's a campaign person, but it says it's from Governor McKee, unless I'm missing something here. So he's the one that's that's owning it. He's the one that's it's it's statement from Governor McKee, not the McKee campaign. No place for a Trump person in Rhode Island. Wow. Who phrased that? No place? Can't we just have a small place after you just registered 40,000 illegals? There's no place. How about there's a small place for the 200,000 people in Rhode Island that voted for Trump? There's a small place. Nope. There's no place. I don't want to be associated with Donald Trump. This is Governor McKee. In any way, shape, or form, I don't like Trump. He's dishonest. He's divisive. His big lie is a threat to our democracy. So if you have a person that supported him, who was a volunteer, he is not welcome. Screw him. Get rid of him. I don't like that in any way. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show. Hey, remember, if you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call. Did someone hit your vehicle? West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340. 272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. Located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. The original, the best. It's West Fountain. Give them a call. Call Kenny. Did someone hit your car? Now, right now, your vehicle. It's 117. It's Monday afternoon. If you were in some kind of an accident, I want you to call this number, 272-3340. If you can drive there, great. If not, well, tow truck will bring it over there. They'll handle everything. They're going to fight for you, not the insurance company. West Fountain, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence, right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. It's West Fountain Auto Body. There's no other way to look at this. Other than it's insulting, right? It is. It's wildly insulting. It's not kind of insulting. It's very, very insulting, as a matter of fact. And to try to pass it off any other way, um, no, no, no. This this is an insult to everybody. Um, it is. Anyone, 200,000 people who voted President Trump are suddenly now, you know, this is dangerous. They are treated as second class citizens. They are treated as there's everybody else and then there's the Trump people. And and then this whole thing of then well we'll just we'll just donate it to charity. Um wrong. I don't I don't blame Zarella for saying, well no. I, I want the money back, and then I'll do whatever I want with it. Why wasn't it a problem then? I think I have a larger, that phrasing, no place. And I, I also wanna, want to point out that they could have just said that we're going to cancel it. It just doesn't make sense. Or I, I don't know. But you didn't have to. I don't blame Jerry for being upset about it. I also just want to. Bob Baffert went on Fox News and called the uproar over his, the horse that won the Kentucky Derby failed a drug, drug test, said it's a cancel culture type of thing. Um, no, it's not. That's not cancel culture. That's, you know, I was wondering, how is it possible? How does that guy, Bob Baffert, how does he once again have a horse that wins the Kentucky Derby, came out of nowhere? And now we find out why. Because the, the horse failed a drug test. That's how he was having a win. Can I? I want to. Can I play the sound? Your final results. Him on with the Fox. Will you run uh, Medina Spirit this weekend in the Preakness? I know you've said that, but um, they're going to have a meeting tomorrow. Oh, um, down there at that race. No, I, actually, they're uh, they're on their way right now. They're in a they're in a van. They're, they're they should arrive this afternoon, and we're definitely planning on running them. I'm actually I'm going to run two horses. 
Okay, Bob, Bob here's my understanding. They, they were going to have the draw today for the Preakness, and they kicked it back until tomorrow. Um, you have another review. Those results may not be available for several weeks. So the Preakness goes down this weekend. The Belmont is here in New York four weeks from now. I, I don't know if we have final results even before the Belmont is done, but your plan is to race in the Preakness. Is there a chance they may punt and not allow Medina Spirit to run this weekend? Well, I haven't heard anything uh, officially. They haven't told me anything. Uh, I know when Churchill Downs came out with that statement, that was pretty harsh. And um, I think they had to just, you know, it, it's, you know, with all the noise going out, out, you know, we live in a different world now. This this America is different. And uh, this it was like a cancel culture kind of a, a thing. So they're reviewing it. I haven't been told anything. I'm, uh, we're prepared to run. Uh, I can't see but, that. But under the rules, running. does your team get to review the results, or is that left with the horse officials? No, it, it goes, it's, there's a long process. There'll mm -hmm. be a split sample, and then there'll be a hearing, and this it's going to take months. This is going this isn't done within a week, and uh, it, 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 it's a long period. But, but, you, you, but you're here to say that Bob Baffert's team did not cheat to win the Kentucky Derby. We did not cheat to win the Kentucky Derby. Well. I don't know about cancel culture, but you drugged a horse that won the Kentucky Derby. And there, anyone else involved with that, I would be upset. And it needs to be kicked in that way. It needs to be kicked out. Um, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. I want to go to um, something. Governor Mundo was on Face the Nation over the weekend. And th there's this, it's very simple. People are not going back to work because they're being paid to stay at home. I just want to repeat that. It doesn't matter whether it's Rhode Island or Massachusetts or Connecticut or wherever it is. If you pay people not to work, they're not going to work. If you pay people not to work, they're not going to work. How many people, today's a Monday, how many people would like to have had the day off after? It was probably a nice, hopefully, Mother's Day weekend. A lot of people. Why did people go in? They were expected because you have a job. Um, what if you got paid not to go into work? Then you wouldn't have gone into work. It's not that complicated. To try to portray this, that there's a lot of different factors on why people are not going back to work is silly to me. It's very obvious what it is. And it's, it shouldn't have been extended in that way. Very, very simple. If you pay people not to work, they won't work. And that's what they're doing. They're paying people not to work. And I believe I have sound of Jen Psaki at the White House was trying to argue that, no, there's, there's several reasons why people don't know. No, actually, there isn't. It's, that's the number one thing. These people that are not going back into the workplace. As Governor Mundo was trying to argue that, um, they're not just staying at home. They're still going out and they're traveling and they're spending money and they're doing things of leisure. Now around here, the good months become June, July, and August. I wanna remind people, if you're in other parts of the country, if you're in North Carolina, it's pretty nice right now. So no, it's, it's very simple. If you pay people not to work, they're not going to go to work. And here's where she's trying to say, no, I don't, I don't think that's it. I want to say anybody making less than $32,000 a year. Hear this. Here we go. We don't see um, much evidence that the extra unemployment uh, insurance is a major driver in uh, people not rejoining the workforce. That's ridiculous. We actually see the data uh, and uh, our analysis shows that uh, lack of vaccination, the lower rate, which is why I refer to the data in the week that it was taken, it has an impact. Child care has an impact. Schools reopening has an impact. It's not it. But there's also the need to pay a livable working wage. And that's one of the reasons the president We'll talk about that this afternoon. But as Bank of America economists who are cited in a Bloomberg story say, anybody making less than $32,000 a year is better off financially just taking the unemployment benefit. So is the White House creating an incentive just to stay home? 
Well, again, yes. the majority of economists yes. internally and externally of the White House don't feel that unemployment insurance, something that was done um, at a time where to help unemployed people get through a very difficult economic downturn during a pandemic, is a, is the, a major driver in, uh, in our unemployment data. I'll tell you what this is. This is the new peaceful protesters. This is the new ignore what your eyes are showing you. This is the new, the majority of the people, as we were watching the rioting and the looting and the burning of all the major cities, that's what this, and and then what were you being told? Mostly peaceful protesters. That's what this is. That's exactly what this is. Um, to say, oh, no, no, the majority of people, they want to go back into work, but it has nothing to do with the fact that some people, you can actually make more by staying at home. Or, if, you, like I said, if you pay people not to work, they will go along with it. But now, you're supposed to believe it's much like it was last summer. The mostly peaceful protesters. And that happened again, actually, recently. I think it was back in March, one of the, the riots in Minneapolis or it could have been Rochester. And it was on CNN and when they were saying that, you know, it's most of the people protest. And as, as they were saying that, the camera was showing a business burning in the background that had just been looted. Now you have the view. Folks, good afternoon. It's 127. So governor, the governor of Florida, who's fast becoming, if not already, the most popular governor in the country, he's not going to allow businesses to ask for vaccine proof. Now, to a lot of people, you don't, you don't have to. If, to. To ask for proof of a vaccine, if you not decide you don't want the vaccine and you want to go to a store, a baseball game, whatever, that you're the one running the risk. You're the one running the risk. Of course, on the, on the view, that's foolish. It's stupid. To, you, to, he's prohibiting businesses for asking for vaccine proof. Let me hear. This is this morning on The View. Your governor, uh, Ron DeSantis, just signed a bill <laughs> prohibiting businesses from asking for proof of vaccination. Uh, why, why is he doing that, do you think? Uh, I think he's making a political point for the Trump base as he heads into re-election as governor, but I think it's a very stupid thing to do. And look, Republicans, we beat our chest talking about how we are pro-business and how we are against big government. And nothing seems more anti-business and more big government to me than the government telling the business how to run their ships, how to do this. You know, that makes no sense at all. He's doing the opposite. He's doing the opposite. By saying you have no place demanding people show you a vaccine, uh, proof of a vaccine. Folks, good afternoon at 129. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. This portion of the program is brought to you by Bethel Softwash. You know, text Jared today for a free same-day estimate, 401-617-2585. 401-617-2585. Bethel Certified. Softwash, located right in Lincoln. They're on Facebook, and they have a great uh, website, which is RhodeIslandSoftwashing.com. RhodeIslandSoftwashing.com. Bethel certified softwash. Again, the before and afters are just tremendous. What a difference it's going to make on your home or your business. Bethel certified softwash. The website is RhodeIslandSoftwashing.com. Or you can text for a free same-day text estimate at 617-2585. Jared does a tremendous job. Folks, it's Bethel Certified Softwash. Let me ask you a question. Do you have on a walkway or your basketball court or the side of your house some of the, the green stains, maybe some algae or moss? It's bacteria. Get rid of it. Clean it up. Bethel Certified Softwash. 401-617-2585. So the big local story that has um, really rocketed is the story of Governor McKee canceling a fundraiser that was set to be set up for him for this Wednesday, 
by Jerry Zarella, who's a Trump supporter. And that's one thing, even though he's co-hosting it and there were going to be Democrats there who basically um, voted for President Trump, but they think of themselves maybe as a, a moderate Democrat. So is Governor Dan McKee, former mayor of Cumberland, saying you can't be a Trump supporter but also be a McKee supporter? It sure sounds that way. It definitely sure sounds that way. And that's disappointing. I think this whole thing is being mishandled in a big way. Uh, Zarella did nothing wrong. And the, the state of Rhode Island has to stop and especially the elected officials, they're just totally following the lead of Providence. The city of Providence is dictating the entire state. How about this? Providence City Council backs a General Assembly resolution. Study issues faced by sex workers. This is going to be the next thing that's going to be made legal. You watch. As soon as they start to show the taxes. soon as they start to show tax benefits. That's where that's going to go. But... To say there's no place for a Trump supporter in Dan McKee's Rhode Island, that, that's, that's a problem. And now it's canceled. Um, the, the, um, the fact that you have people like the mayor of Johnston and others who were Trump supporters, Trump won Johnston. And to now be kicked aside as if they don't, their voice doesn't matter. I don't understand that. I think that's a mistake. I think it's wrong. I understand that, from what I understand, some of the McKee staff, they didn't like the thought of it. But this is, you know, this is listening to, as they call them, like the very woke. Like that crowd. Treating Trump supporters like second class citizens. Let me play it again. This is uh, Channel 10 did a good story. Now, we spoke with Jerry Zarella just uh, last hour, but Channel 10 also caught up with him yesterday. And I think he seems pretty reasonable, meaning Zarella. You know, he has a partner and they were thinking, all right, let's get together, give some business people a chance to talk to him. I think the McKee, Governor McKee's statement about Trump supporters was very, very harsh and unnecessary. Here's what it sounded like on uh, NBC 10 that did the story. Joining us tonight, I'm Ashley Cullinane. Rhode Island Governor Dan McGee pulls the plug on a political fundraiser because of the organizer's connection to former President Donald Trump. Jerry Zarella co-chaired Trump's re-election campaign in Rhode Island, and tonight he's responding. The 19th Tyler Dumont is live at the State House with the story tonight. Well, Ashley Zarella tells me he has been planning this event with his friend and business partner, Tom Santilli. But he tells me the event may still go on, even if the governor decides not to show up. I think he's got a chance to unite this party and to unite the state. Jerry Zarella says the outdoor fundraiser had been planned at his Exeter farm. Oh, most of these people are Democrats. Zarella says an estimated 100 guests were expected to show at $250 per ticket. A builder, a car salesman. And he says this Trump sign was set to get a new look. Okay, country, I was just going to change that sign. But Governor McKee says he isn't showing. In a statement released this afternoon, McKee said, Once I became aware on Friday afternoon of the details of a fundraising event set for next Wednesday, I asked that the event be canceled. I do not want to be associated with Donald Trump in any way, shape, or form. I do not like Trump. He is dishonest, divisive, and his big lie is a threat to our democracy. There is no place for a Trump spokesperson to co-host any event I am involved in. I mean, that's a harsh statement to say that you don't want to have anything to do with any of the Trump people. There's 200,000 people in Rhode Island that were Democrats that went and voted for Trump. Zarella says while he has no hard feelings against the governor, he is disappointed. This has been in the works probably for uh, six weeks. So when the governor wrote a statement saying he just became aware of it on Friday afternoon, do you believe him? That's a question that you have to ask his campaign. But have you talked to him about it? 
have not talked to him about it. We wanted to talk to McKee about it, but his campaign told us he was not available tonight. Cervella says the Wednesday event may still go on without McKee, with funds raised going to charity instead. I still hope that he will show up on Wednesday. It shouldn't be about President Trump. This is about Jerry Zarella and his friends that would like to have the opportunity to speak to our governor. He's our governor. So Zarella has donated $1,500 to McKee over the past couple of years. A McKee spokesperson telling the Providence Journal that all of those donations are going to be given to charities sometime this upcoming week. But Zarella tells me he wants his money back and he wants to donate that money to charities that he wants instead. Reporting live at the State House tonight, I'm Tyler Dumont, NBC 10 News 19. And I don't, I don't, uh, I don't blame him. I don't blame him in any way. I don't understand. This should not be playing out this way. Folks, good afternoon at 1.36. This, um, this business that there's no place. There's, there's no place. I would, I'd like to think that there's, isn't there room for everybody? Right? What, shouldn't there be, he's brand new. Shouldn't it be that there's, there's room for everybody in this whole equation i'm not sure why it has to now come down that way um it, it's not i mean come on jerry zarella was of course involved with the campaign but it's not like he was and even so he, he but he wasn't why not say hey we'd like to welcome him back into the fold and glad to hear that he's you know kind of almost make light of it a little bit Kind of came to a census, something like that. But to now treat it as if, you know, that there's, if you're a Trump supporter, you're a second class citizen. I don't, I don't like that. Then who, but there, as I've told you folks, but, but there is a place. Apparently there is a place for the 40,000 illegals who were, as we know, paid Twenty dollars each to fill out the census. I guess there's there's a place for them for that. So there's no problem with the illegals and and them being into the fold, but not if you're a Trump supporter. And as far as this business of you know, as as Governor McKee said, the the big lie. As I've told you, I mean, I think. The big lie is the voter rolls in the state. The big lie happened to be that 40,000 illegals were, were paid to fill out the census. I mean, to me, that's, that's the big lie that we're talking about. If we want to talk about the big lie, um, it has to do with the fact that you, you have a lot of people that were registered as citizens, as now they're saying, were, you know, that, that we came up, we found out about the new term, right? The new term, which is the, they're Rhode Island citizens. They're not, they're not U.S. citizens. We found that they are Rhode Island citizens. That's the, the new term that they've come up with. So I don't know where that squares, but the no place, no, no place, just to swear it off in that way, you have a lot of, if you're a business owner right now, you're a business owner and you're being told persona non grata. My thing is, but who's being told the illegals are being welcomed by the lieutenant governor, that they are Rhode Island citizens. You know what's frightening is basically they are considered more citizens in a way than than Trump supporters. If you're looking at a pecking order, it would basically be that it sure sounds that that Trump supporters are at the bottom of the pecking order. And that even illegals that filled out the census, that 
that they are like ahead of Trump supporters in the, I mean, they're the ones that are carving out that there is a pecking order. But to, to say that, and that, you know, is this supposed to, again, be that everybody is a racist and a white supremacist and, you know, the whole thing with the Capitol? Even though that, the big lie was that five people were killed at the Capitol. The big lie is that what we just went through was a fair election. Because it wasn't. Come on. There's no way. Then why are they so nervous? Nervous. Why, why are they so nervous that certain states want to firm up the voting rolls? Why is that a problem? That should not be a problem in any way. If, if this election was legit, and they have no problem. Why, why is it so political if, in fact, that Republicans say it's got to be voter ID, even for a mail ballot, which I don't have a problem with? I don't know why they have to turn that into that somehow that that is, um, that that's, it would make sense to me. Same thing with Nelly Gorbia with this whole business of, you know, black people don't know how to get an ID. You can't have, you got to show an ID at the poll because black people don't know enough to carry an ID to the polls. I, I think that's racist. I think that's insulting. How is that? Oh, that's voter suppression. If you ask minorities, if you ask people of color, if you, have, if you ask African-Americans that they have to go out and get an ID and then they have to bring it with them to the polls, well, forget, then you're not going to be able to get anyone to vote. How are they traveling? How are they driving? How are they going to the bank? How are they going to the doctor? How are they picking up a prescription at a pharmacy? What, what, what is this? Why? Why is that asking so much? Again, folks, the story about Governor McKee and Zarella, I do have it on the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-T-R-O.com, which is, by the way, sponsored by, do you know the handyman? On this Monday afternoon, Maybe over the weekend you were thinking, you know, I could use a handyman. I have a good one. And you can call him at 837-4545. J, letter J, J Freitas Construction and deck staining, by the way. Jamie will be your handyman, whether it's interior painting or basic handyman services. You can link right through at the website, which is to petro.com. Or you can call him at 837-4545. And then he's also on Facebook, J. Freitas Construction and Deck Staining. Call Jamie, 837-4545. Folks, it's John DePietro on this Monday. And that's, um, a lot of people are upset about it. And I don't blame you. Some of the email, if you want to send me an email, the easiest thing to do is go to the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. And then click on Contact John. A lot of people are upset about this. I don't blame you. When you look in Rhode Island, as many of you know, President Trump, by the way, that has nothing to do. No one is saying, you know, some of these idiots on social media are saying, oh, are you trying to replay? No one's trying to replay the election. No one's trying to do that. So, but the fact is, uh, to treat Trump people as second class citizens. And to say the, the words no place, um, 200,000 people, as I've told you, voted for President Trump last November. 200,000. I even found President Trump won Boroughville, Coventry, Exeter, Foster, Gloucester, Hopkinton, Johnston, North Smithfield, Richmond, Sitchwood, Smithfield, West Greenwich, Lincoln, West Warwick, flip red to blue. From 2016, but it was very close in Lincoln. It was uh, 52 to 46 for Biden to Trump in the second district. President Trump got 48 percent in the second district. It was only Providence that knocked it down to 40 percent. No place for a Trump supporter in Rhode Island. No place at the inn. What is that all about? Wow. The governor's directed the campaign, returned Zarella's contribution to him. 
his because of President Trump and his baseless claim of a stolen election. Governor McKee believes it's a threat to our democracy. He disavows any Trump supporter. Well, actually, he says not the people who voted for the former president. Well, at least now, at least we're using the words President Trump. At least now we're using the words President Trump. As I was saying, all this, Governor McKee said, I don't like Trump. He's dishonest. He's divisive. There's no place in Rhode Island for a Trump voter supporter. However, apparently, there's plenty of place in Rhode Island. No matter where you came from, no matter where you came from, and it doesn't even matter whether or not if you speak English, because if you were willing to accept $20 and fill out the census, I have good news. According to the lieutenant governor, you know what that makes you? That makes you, as I'll play, as I, that made last Tuesday, that makes you a Rhode Islander. That's right. That make well, hold on, a Rhode Islander. That's an interesting uh, choice of phrase. They are citizens of Rhode Island. Let's hear the full question. This is uh, last Tuesday. I was asking Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos about this whole situation regarding the census. You write, and I want to quote it, to ensure no Rhode Islander was left out of the critical count. So it is your intention that everyone that was counted is a Rhode Islander. Yes, everyone that lived here in the city of Rhode Island is a Rhode Islander. Okay, and would you say that they're also a citizen? Would that be a distinction for being a Rhode Islander? Uh, I consider them citizens of the state of Rhode Island they live in the state of Rhode Island, yes. And finally, your last line of this opinion piece says, for government to serve everyone, it has to let everyone have a seat at the table where decisions are made. Yeah. If they're, in your mind, Rhode Islanders, mm-hmm. and they're citizens of Rhode Island, then they should be allowed to vote. Allow them to vote? Well, you're saying to let everyone have a seat at the table where decisions are made. If they're Rhode Islanders, and they're citizens of Rhode Island, shouldn't they be allowed to vote? Well, they should allow to have a voice in different ways. Right now, um, there are different groups that are representing different, different organizations that represent different groups and different constituencies. So I think their voices can be represented in different ways. Uh, I believe that we should make voting as easier as possible for everybody to have a, that could participate. Everyone that is of the legal age and legal status to participate as a so that's the um, lieutenant governor. Again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Monday. I hope everyone had a uh, happy Mother's Day. Much better and different than last year as we're seemingly continuing to come out. But that's um, that was different. That was definitely different. Um, this whole business of... What constitutes the Rhode Islander? And I was trying to, um, I was trying to make the difference of. Well, let's see. President Trump is now, uh, I think, weighing in on the whole situation with Jerry Zarella. Let me see. I bring up the uh, bring up the president in just a moment. Again, this whole business of whether or not Trump people are. This place for us in Rhode Island. Here we go. He said there actually is, and he named it, whatever it might be. And it was 30 or 35 questions. The first questions are very easy. The last questions are much more difficult. Uh, like a memory question. It's uh, like you'll go person, woman, man, camera, TV. So they say, could you repeat that? So I said, yeah. So it's person, woman, 
man camera TV. Okay, that's very good. If you get it in order, you get extra points. If you, okay, now he's asking you other questions, other questions, and then 10 minutes, 15, 20 minutes later, say, remember the first question? Not the first, but the 10th question? Give us that again. Can you do that again? And you go, person, woman, man, camera, TV. If you get it in order, you get extra points. I said, nobody gets it in order. It's actually not that easy. But for me, it was easy. And that's not an easy question. In other words, they ask it to you. They give you five names, and you have to repeat them. And that's okay. If you repeat them out of order, it's okay. But, but you know, it's not as good. But then when you go back about 20, 25 minutes later, and they say, go back to that question. They don't tell you this. Right. Go back to that question. That's right. And repeat them. Can you do it? And you yeah. go, person, woman, man camera TV. They say, that's amazing. How did you do that? I do because I have like a good memory because I'm cognitively there. <laughs> ah, folks, I don't care. So we're not, there's no place. How can there not be a place for Trump supporters in Rhode Island for crying out loud? I disagree with this. I disagree with Governor McKee. I think there should be a place for Trump supporters in Rhode Island. Why not? 200,000 people voted. By the way, when Governor Raimondo was reelected in 2018, she had less than 200,000 votes. Less than 200,000 votes. More people voted for President Trump last November than voted for Gina Raimondo in November of 2018. Think about that, Governor McKee. Trump people, no place for them in Rhode Island. Wow. Very, very disappointed to hear that. Hey, folks, I want to remind you about Brother's Disposal. Come on, brother. Call Brother's Disposal. Good morning, brother. Call him at 401-688-0517. 408-688-0517. Brother's Disposal. Now offering weekly trash collection services, get a dumpster in the driveway, maybe, just maybe, you're doing a household construction project, or if you want to get rid of some unwanted belongings, call Brothers Disposal today, 401-688-0517. Get a purple dumpster in your driveway with Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Look for them on Facebook. Come on, brother. Good morning, brother. It's Brother's Disposal, and they're now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Roland, 401-688-0517. You know, this administration, folks, good afternoon at 153. Boy, there's a lot of action in uh, Jerusalem right now. Hamas fires seven rockets into Israel. The resistance is ready. Uh, Retaliatory strikes. Sirens, explosions in Jerusalem. Wow, there is um, a lot happening there. But this was um, this story. Um, this story regarding President Trump and Governor McKee is um, it was unnecessary. I and I, you know, as we spoke with Jerry Zarella earlier. I think that was very unfair to do to uh, to our friend Jerry Zarella and and to all Trump people. You know, as I said that, and I'm going to remind people, President Trump got more votes in Rhode Island than Governor Raimondo did. So how is that possible? And yet they're not they're not welcomed in Rhode Island. Now Jerry Zarella saying, I still hope he shows up on Wednesday. I don't know about that. I don't think that is happening. You also, I I also noticed that, um, I mean, this is just a joke. Uh, President Biden, let's be clear, our economic plan is working. Can I hear this? Must come. We're moving in the right direction. So let's be clear, our economic plan is working. I never said, and no serious analyst ever suggested, that climbing out of the deep, deep,
deep hole our economy was in would be simple, easy, immediate, or perfectly studied. Remember, 22 million Americans lost their jobs in this pandemic. So, some months will exceed expectations. Listen, it's very simple. If you pay people not to work, you will be successful. Then they won't work. Boy, things are a mess right now in Jerusalem. Fire now raging at Jerusalem's Temple Mount. Whew. Wow. Uh, it seems out of completely out of control with what's happening. I stand with Israel. I, I'm going to go against Black Lives Matter. And I stand with Israel right now. And it sure sounds like the... the um, Sounds like they need our support, as a matter of fact. Folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Let me just see this. Dad called wife selfish before killing uh, two sons and himself. You're going to have to live with this rest of your life. Depressed dad texts wife before he died inside a burning Florida vacation home. Well, I mean, that is just um, really pathetic. But right now... The fact that Governor McKee decided to move in this direction, I, I, I don't know. And I know people are, are trying to say, even Zarella, Jerry Zarella was, trying to say it's not Governor McKee, it's the people advising him. He's the one calling the shots here, right? He's the one calling the shots. And this, I think what really just stands out is the phrasing of there's no place. How is that possible? I would like to think, folks, that there's a place in a democracy for people who, if you're a Trump supporter right now, and I recognize it's 157 and it's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. And again, if you missed the story, it's on the website, DePietro.com, which is brought to you by Soul Source Restoration. You can call them for a free quote, 401 712-2700 Soul Source and it's S-O-L-E Soul Source Restoration our friend Mike Seepy call him today 401-712-2700 and there's a direct link at the website which is petro.com we have some good sponsors that I'm asking you to support on the website like the Coesed Inn that's right are you looking for a good meal to get out you're going to love the Coesed Inn 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick. They are open. They're the biggest bar. They were also very safe, by the way. I had a great meal there. Full menu was available. You can uh, link right through at the website, which is the Coesed Inn. But, um, but this business about, I would like to think, if you're a Trump supporter, and think of the Trump supporters, 200,000 of them, 200,000 of them that are listening right now, and one the different so many different cities and towns to try to treat them as second class citizens i have a problem with to say there's no room in rhode island for a trump supporter it's um it's very concerning i think it's unfair i don't know how this whole thing came about with zarella getting involved with the fundraiser i believe that governor mckee could have handled it a lot better and did not have to have all the harsh talk that was put into a for phrasing, I should say, into the statement. Folks, it's um, it's John DePietro on this Monday. Now, we're back tomorrow at 11. For those that want to, I will be doing a Facebook Live later on this whole situation regarding Governor McKee and uh, all the Trump people. I want you to stay tuned. The 2 o'clock news is coming up. And then it'll be the John Dion program. Listen, enjoy this Monday. We're back tomorrow at 11. Stay tuned right here on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM for the 2 o'clock news.